Uh, welcome to another episode, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I'm here with Mike Friedman, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, one of my excellent sponsors. I've got other sponsors, too. And uh, they would be Beckett Media, which includes Beckett Grading and Beckett Authentication and all the other Beckett uh, products, which I'm pretty familiar with. ComC, CUMC.com. Rob Veris out at Burbank Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. And my guest, uh, Mike Fruitman, is uh, familiar with pretty much all those, I think, as well, being a, a noteworthy local card shop in the Denver area. So welcome, Mike, and uh, great to have another conversation with you. Well, that's a pretty impressive list of sponsors you have there. <laughs> well, starting with Mike Stadium Sports Cards. Uh, what's, what do you... Go ahead. I think it ends with my city sports cards. <laughs> the, the beginning and the end. Well, actually, uh, you are uh, a car, you have a card shop that is uh, not just uh, successful in its own right, but I think is noteworthy in that it's uh, helpful to other local card shops in trying to figure out how to uh, best serve the collecting public. So you're doing a lot of things right, and I think our listeners would love to hear what's going on and. Uh, what you're excited about going forward and as we get into this holiday season. Any products that you're excited about, or is it just the general excitement of, of uh, kind of a, a little while ago, we had all the sports uh, clicking at the same time? I'm going to go with it being a combination. Uh, right now, we are gearing up for, uh, like, like Bowman has hashtag Bowman Day. However, I think we're going to have Prism Basketball Day as a hashtag as well on December 4th. This is, this is one of those weird products. I've actually been looking forward to it for two years now, which sounds weird. But uh, after watching Zion and getting some tape of him in high school, it, it was just a wow factor that we haven't really seen since LeBron and possibly Shaquille O'Neal. So having Prism come out and, and looking at what 1819 basketball is doing right now with Luca and Trey, there is a ton of excitement for it. Uh, looking at John Moran having six 20-point games already, um, there, there is so much hype over this product. I can only hope to A, have enough, and, and B, I, I can't wait until people start busting it. I just can't wait to see some really big hits come out of that. And that's just one of the releases. Bowman Draft is another one that's coming up that people just, it's, it's one of those releases where I, there were people who I will literally see one day a year, and that is the day that they come in to pick up their Bowman Draft. It's developed that, that strong of following. Um, there's a lot of other releases to, get, to look forward to. There's some hockey coming out as well. Um, football is still doing well. Not, not having the type of success we saw in 17 or 18 with our 19 releases, However, we're starting to see such a strong uptick in 2018, where it's almost like what we went through last year with Patrick Mahomes emerging. And while we were having a great year with 2018, all of our 2017s enjoyed quite a quite a bit of popularity as well. So product-wise, there's a lot to look forward to. And then promotion-wise, we are stacked. I feel like a I feel like a plane. You know, somebody in the tower trying to land a ton of planes. We have we just got done with the Tops Holiday promotion, which actually I guess some stores are actually getting their Tops Holiday packs today. Um, with, with any, uh, was it $20 purchase, there's a free Tops Holiday Pack. And what Tops did, is, and they did last year as well, instead of including a quote-unquote Tops product, there's Bowman in there. So there's individual mm -hmm. network parallels and some really exciting autographs, uh, lots of prospects who admittedly I don't fully know. Uh, however, Mr. Trout and Mr. Otani in there is autographs. And that, <laughs> yeah. It's worth it. And then looking ahead to next week, it's, it's, it's my favorite promotion of the year. It is the Black Friday promotion. Yeah. And this, this, from Panini, excuse me. In this promotion, I think it used to be, I mean, I think it started off as a way for Panini to clear out their Indiana Jones large warehouse at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of this stuff. And, and, you know, it was helpful for shops. It was helpful for Panini. It was a good symbiotic relationship. And 
it, it's grown to the point now where it's actually limited. I, I was lucky enough to get some direct. Uh, distributors have been kind and offering me some as well. And the way the market has flipped in the last few years, it's, it's changed this promotion so much. Where at first it was, all right, well, let's just get some packs and we can hand those out and make some collectors happy. Now it's like, oh my God, we can get some product. This is great. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and, uh, and, but, but, you know, we, as we get toward the holiday season, you're, again, the competition for a lot of the local card shops is, uh, kind of the digital platforms, the, the internet, uh, the different ways people can get product. Uh, of course, I agree with you. There's nothing like the relational warmth of walking into a card shop and dealing with a real person. But uh, are, is there competitive uh, pricing pressure on some of these uh, Black Friday specials because of uh, the the ability to just uh, do uh, one-click purchasing instead of popping in on your store? Uh, fortunately, we've just always established this store as a as a personal experience. In fact, I, I hate to be – I just use the word. It's I hate the word store. It's a hangout with cards. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 somebody will come in here and they'll give me a compliment about the shop and they'll say, Oh, you got a great shop. And I'm like, no, it's a hangout. Call it a hangout. Um, but yes, absolutely. There's always competition in that regard. However, it's gotten, I would say, I don't know if it's gotten easier, but with this promotion or these promotions have, have emerged and, and really made it, I guess, easier to run a shop. I mean, people for the Black Friday packs, that's a personal experience you're getting. Obviously, some people can sell the product and the associated packs online. And obviously, there's some stores who, Sell their packs online, go or, or to their collectors, get whatever. Um, I, I'm more into having that experience with my collectors, and fortunately, they are as well. The uh, the great thing about the Black Friday promotion this year that really has me more excited than normal is that we're actually able to start it on Wednesday. I've been begging for this oh. for years. Um, if you think about it, a lot of people travel during Thanksgiving, yes. so in this particular product, because it's a pack driven product and singles from it released promotion that. If you have it late, if you're the fourth person to list a certain card, you're going to get fourth money. And everybody wants to be first. So right. a lot of didn't take care, take advantage of it because they were out of town. And even though we were able to do it on quote unquote Black Friday, you know, having the opportunity to have it ahead of time and get collectors into my shop when they're not camping outside of a Walmart for a 60 inch TV for $1.32 or outside of Best Buy for whatever trinket or bobble is the newest trend. We're able to get folks into the shop and get those, get them collecting a day or two days before. I always, this is one of my, my wife, you know, she doesn't fight me anymore on it, but we used to always open up on Thanksgiving. And this year, we naturally may not, just because we'll have that opportunity on Wednesday. So, and it was only from 10 till midnight. I wasn't giving up all my turkey and stuff. They're not. Oh, so my question is, do you have people camping out in front of your local card hangout well, for some of these so special we would, things? We would do it at 10 p.m. And we, be in Colorado, um, 10 p.m. on a Thanksgiving evening that late in November can be uncomfortable. <laughs> so it wasn't as much camping at the door. It wasn't yeah. like me waiting for Springsteen tickets in 88. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> when we would hit the open sign at, at 10 p.m., yeah, we would have a nice – People were – yeah. Oh, that's good. You know, one thing that when you were mentioning what's uh, what's hot, what's what people are excited about, it just seemed like back in the old days there were there was a, a different kind of seasonality of based on, you know, in a – you know, all things being equal, baseball sold better than ba- than football, which sold a little better than basketball, which sold a little better than hockey. But it seems like now with uh, the, the seasons and the hype and the excitement of certain sports, as well as certain products within those sports, um, I, I'm wondering if you don't have months where basketball is your dominant seller of of, of cards or football in a, in a certain month. And you know, baseball probably more often than the others, but uh, – uh, you know, you you were mentioning a lot of a lot of uh, enthusiasm for the basketball 
uh, for Zion and stuff like that. But is that enough to make that be your best seller where, where basketball is, is dominant in a, in a, in a window of a, of a certain month or two? Well, we're certainly seeing it now. However, we're seeing it mostly with 1819 products. Obviously, Trey Young and somebody in your backyard, uh, Mr. Luca is. Luca, yeah. 1819 products is making me regret. I'm starting to have that 0304 regret where I, I, I wish I hadn't sold a single box in 0304. Yeah, put it away. Absolutely. You know, Remember, I did. Yeah. Some of the basketball that I was selling a month ago, Prism, um, we were selling the, the retail boxes and we were at 115 just being competitive and to be competitive yeah. right now. 199 ring on the same yeah. box and it's less than a month difference. The uh, it, It's crazy to think that two guys, you know, it used to be like when a big guy came to the league, it was Shaq and he was going to dominate everything. And, you know, we saw Dwight Howard and other larger than life guys. And now it's so much different where, you know, it's, it's the Steph factor where it's the guards and the small forwards who really are kind of driving the league. It's, it's really weird. You, you know, Zion hasn't played a game yet. The hope is when he gets out there and starts playing uh, that, that our 1920s are going to ramp up. I think a lot of shops, I think we all overhyped this year. I think we allowed ourselves to have it overhyped and, and maybe it will still deliver. But my 1920 basketball sales aren't exactly where I was hoping they would be. You're seeing some softening with hoops, uh, certified still holding its own. Uh, I think part of it is people are waiting for Prism. And then beyond that, they're also waiting to see Zion actually play a, a real game. I mean, certainly right. in the season, he looked exceptional. However, it's, it's preseason and I couldn't tell you what the record was in preseason at this point. Well, the comp- you know your comparison for the, of, uh, of Zion to uh, Shaq and LeBron is apt because basically the the physicality of those guys as athletes and and uh, and dominant basketball players is just amazing. And of course, it's perhaps put a little extra stress stress on Zion's knee. But then you talk about then there's the other group that you're kind of mentioning: Luca, Trey Young, the Steph Curry's, the people that do it on guile and uh, and just basketball savvy. That don't have quite the same uh, physicality, but are uh, outstanding, uh, dominant players in their own right. So basketball's got a little bit of everything. Uh, absolutely, we're. I'm hoping that as as we see Zion play and emerge, we're able to see people get into the 1920 class like we expected. And then I'm also hoping for a little bit more from this year's hockey class. I uh, I fell into the Jack Hughes hype, and, and I'm looking forward to it eventually delivering. <laughs> Devils, which are not exactly they're a large market team, but they just don't yeah. have they don't have the collectability. The uh, I think the worst day of this year is going to go down for me. The Avs had another team's pick who finished worst last year. They were in line to get the, the top overall pick, and they got dropped to fourth. And the Avs are having yeah. a spectacular season. They put a ton of goals on the board, and I'm just imagining how much better we would all be doing if the ping pong balls or whatever they use for hockey had gone different. Yeah, yeah, I think there's. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a purist, but I know from having a company that as soon as you set up rules, people try to figure out how to, <laughs> you know, if, if if the worst record is going to get the first pick and it's a locked in thing, then it's it's it is a demotivator or changes people's motivation as far as uh, trying to win games. But uh, and all the sports have to deal with it. But then again, you've got uh, even the best laid plans when you get Zion. There's no assurance that he's going to be healthy. And I have I have. I have extra tickets now for the uh, Pelicans game that's in a couple of weeks. <laughs> that, uh, well, I'm just saying I'd have no shortage of takers if it were, but it's in early December. And so I was looking at that with uh, great interest when the season started, but now uh, it's looking like, uh, you know, well, it looks like it might be a win for the Mavericks. So <laughs> that's, well, that's never a bad thing. 
The Nuggets have a home Christmas game this year, which I'm, I've got mixed feelings about. However, yeah. it is against the Pelicans, and I would love nothing more than for my Christmas present to be a 260- or 70-pound Duke player who's uh, playing in his fourth or fifth game. That would be terrific. What, um, you know, speaking of, of the holidays, we're, we were talking about Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, all these other things. Some of those holidays involve not just gift exchanges, but also, uh, money. Some kids or adults uh, get money, uh, either, either they have money before Christmas to buy stuff for the collector in their life, or they get money afterwards to uh, buy for themselves. But do you have any, uh, is, is December a big month for you or is, you know, the late December, early January, are those, very strong for you, or are they just, uh, or people are doing other things? I used to think that December was going to be a double month. It was going to be all my collectors doing what they normally do, yeah. and then everybody else doing for them. And what I've realized is that my collectors do this horrible, miserable thing. It's, I don't even know why they do it, but they buy gifts for other people. <laughs> they, they use their card money for it. I, I, this has got to stop, but <laughs> and it, it ends up being about a month and a half because. Um, in addition to the promotions I mentioned earlier, we still have yeah. National Hobby Shop Day, which is on December 7th. Uh, it's put on by Jim. Right, 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 right. I'll, I'll take a little bit of pat on the back. Myself, uh, Rana, and Mike Ant, we, we were in the shop one night. We kind of came up with it. Fortunately, GTS was receptive and went with it. This is the third year. There's over 100 shops who are involved with it. Mm, great. By buying product, you're going to be able to get um, free items at your card shop. Right. So there's a great support mechanism in that. And, and the rest of the month, yeah. absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's a blast. Um, and, and the week after Christmas ends up being just about as strong for what you mentioned with kids okay. and other getting right, right. But not a double month for you. Just a good not month. a double month, although if it happens to be, so be it. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's a great time to be in the industry. There's, uh, I think it'd be great to to have a card shop, especially a card shop like yours that is pretty savvy, understanding where the where the local card hangout. Uh, fits in the ecosystem of, of, of this industry. Uh, if, you know, back when I got started, you know, many, many decades ago, it was more of a solitary, you know, you, you just, you dealt through the mail, you did these occasional small shows, but uh, most of it was solitary. And I uh, just, the, the, those weren't the good old days in that sense, but these are the good new days where you, you, you can, uh, do stuff on your own, but there's so many opportunities to get together, such as in your, uh, in your hangout with, uh, like-minded, uh, uh, collectors and quasi dealers. So keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Uh, Mike, that's all for today. We'll, we'll talk again. And, uh, again, uh, uh, best to you in this, uh, uh, season. We're uh, getting close to Thanksgiving for, for those, depending on when this gets released, but, uh, thankful for you. Thankful for the hobby. We've, uh, I think we've both got a lot to be thankful for. So thank you. And thank you listeners. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode.